Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a pool of dreams sitting down by the street The leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Alright, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live for you here. Every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. It's the podcast on all the podcast platforms. Just punch in the Outdoor Zone. You'll find us there. My name is TJ Graney. In the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Beef steak is in the house. Oh, yeah. We're back. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open. The pot belly stove gets fired up and the Everything gets aligned for us. Hey, this segment of the show is brought to you by, my, by our friends at McBride's Guns, Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff. If you're looking for your personal carry, they got a referral. They can refer you to a class in this area. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? They have what you need. You can trade them in. You can buy new. You can order what you want. McBride's Guns, same place it's been for years, corner 30th and Lamar. Call them 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, they are our hometown gun shop. So um, one of the things that just has me um, and has for many, many years is the uh, the draw or the nostalgia, the history of the Texas ranch. And I love Texas ranches. I love ever since uh, I actually own a first edition copy of the King Ranch book series. It's a two book series. I have a first edition copy um, and I've just am drawn into the story of the creation of giant ranches. And of course I'm drawn to Texas being a native Texan and a, a fourth generation or fifth generation Texan. I'm drawn into what that, what that looks like in the state of, in the Lone Star state. But, and, and also I, I think about it and I think about Ted Turner and all the dirt he bought up there in Montana and Wyoming. And I, I think about those things and, um, in the TV show, Yellowstone had had really kind of got people thinking about dirt. It's just another thing that's got people thinking about dirt, right? 
buying a piece of dirt, having a piece of land and with the, where the wild things roam and, um, and one well, of the, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, one of the giant ranches in Texas may be the most historic and I didn't, and I didn't track on this ranch, but it was the four sixes ranch. And until, and now I heard about it last year, and I think we talked about it on the show that the four six was up for sale. And it was going for ne- nearly two, $200 million and it included everything. It included all the oil rights. It included all the uh, minerals. It included everything. And the, the heiress to it, uh, in her will, it said everything would sell. Now the thing hasn't, it was assimilated uh, in the 1800s. It's been passed down generation to generation. It's been a cattle operation, oil operation. Uh, it's a it's a true Texas ranch, 200 miles from Fort Worth. Well, it sold this week or last week for 192 million dollars. It's 142 thousand acres, but they say the the guy who created the series Yellowstone, who's creating all these other series, is the guy, him and some other people got together and they bought the four sixes. And, and of course, if you've watched the series Yellowstone, you know that one of the guys, one of the, one of the bunkhouse cowboys from, the, from Yellowstone is, went to the four sixes to train to be a cowboy, and now he's going back to four sixes. And so they're going to film another series that'll be called four sixes. It'll be a spinoff. It'll be another one of the yep. spinoffs, which is what uh, Taylor Sheridan, the writer for uh, Yellowstone's producer. producer, he's the writer too. Yeah. And he, uh, he, uh, his whole thing was, I'm not going to do these series where you have 20 seasons. I'm going to do a few seasons until the story comes to an end. And then I'm going to have another story because he likes creating the story. But anyway, one of the things that I was thinking about seeing this ranch sell, and I think it's probably in good hands with Sheridan, um, cause he has a, a heart for the story of the ranch, but even Cody, when you were growing up, uh, you're kind of part of your, uh, training and all that stuff started at the YO ranch back when they had 17,000 acres or 40, 45,000 acres when I started there. And it was, uh, but it, it came down to, and it was something that you saw on the series Yellowstone that show the Yellowstone, the things that they kept mentioning when the Yellowstone ranch was going to either have to be sold or they're going to lose it due to taxes and all those things that were coming up, uh, that were going to basically price them out of their own land that they had. And those exact things happen in Texas. A lot of these big ranches, you know, uh, a, a group inherits, you know, the next generation inherits a ranch and, the taxes increase and they, you cannot afford the taxes on a giant piece of property when it becomes a popular area, like the hill country where taxes increase and you have 45,000 acres. You can't, what do you do to make that amount of money 
to be able to pay for those for that ranch and well, the upkeep that what and the, the continuation. Isn't that what the exemptions are for, like ag exemption or uh, something? Even now they have a what is it called? Like an outdoor, if it like a winery or something, they have where you're doing, you're bringing people in and it tour, for tourists, it becomes a, absolutely. You can do you know, different streams of income and find different ways to, to make money on your property. But reality is on a piece of property that large, when you get a piece of property that big, yes, your exemptions, it's not like it's, you don't pay taxes. When people say, Oh, well, you have ag exemption. No, you have an ag exemption. Oh, yeah. Meaning I wrote you pay that check less this taxes. Week. You pay less taxes because of what you're producing on your property, and you have to show proof of production on that property. But it doesn't mean no taxes. And if you and got a building or if you got a barn, any you're structures. paying taxes on that. Full That's tax. Full tax. Full. That's not a ag exempt. So you got a, a million-dollar house on there. You're paying Right. And a lodge County and, tax. A, and a, a barn and a lodge and a four wheeler, you know, a, a truck wagon, you know, a place where everybody gathers a gathering hall. I mean, you got all these different buildings and structures that are fully taxed, but then you also have this land and yeah, maybe say it's taxed 70%, you know, below what a regular property tax would be without any type of deduction, well, you're still paying 30% of taxes. And then you have, you know, 40, 50, 160, 142,000 acres like this triple six. It doesn't matter. You're still paying a boatload of taxes, which means before you ever even pay your regular bills, your feed bill, your fuel bill, any of that, You've got to make enough money just to pay taxes on 142,000 acres, which is, I don't care how much of it is exempt. If you have 99% of it exempt, there's still a lot of money left well, with 142,000 acres to come up with. I think this guy's creating a whole marketing revenue stream of show and then doing like a dude ranch or having a oh, sure. tourist thing. Oh, good and, for him. Good for him. That and Absolutely. Uh, the, the concern that, that so many landowners have, and, and I have a, a buddy, Terry Booth, who had a beautiful ranch, and, um, and he said, you know what, I'm not going to have that expectation on my kids that they got to keep this place. When right. I go, it goes up for sale, and they can take their part of their money and do their thing, whatever that thing is. And so often... A, a, a grandfather or a father's dream does not include the kids don't fall into it. They just decide that's not what they want to do. Yay for the ones who do. And, uh, and I'm a huge fan of the family ranch, the family dirt. And, um, but man, it was, it's interesting. It's interesting. If you're a landowner, something else that, uh, that, uh, I love the idea of passing down. It's going to be my truck one day, that Ram 2500. It's, uh, and, and it goes along with the old 1980s truck that I just can't get around. And, um, but if you're looking for that first hand me down truck, that truck that you're going to get that's going to be yours until you, 
you get old, then you hand it off to your grandkids. Go to Nile Maxwell Supercenter during their Start Something New sales event. Uh, don't be fooled by some dealership advertisement. Show you a lower price and surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of vehicles. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Aftermarket options are available to you and will never be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without the aforementioned consent. You have Nile Maxwell's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us the deal and we'll beat it during the Start Something New sales event, 620 and 3 in Austin, or online anytime at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. All right, coming up, we'll talk a little bit about uh, your Peter report. You got your Armed Citizens report, all that and more. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Is just what I've got on. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother TJ. Whack 'em and stack 'em, would ya? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Hey, share this podcast with all your friends at theoutdoorzone.com. You can just find your podcast platform, the one that you regularly listen to, and type in theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. Well, we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and they want to be the place you place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs locations all around central texas 405 west slaughter lane 1300 medical parkway in cedar park 1403 rivery boulevard in georgetown and lakeway 1206 ranch road 620 sun for all the details sun for all the details now it's time for this week's beta report They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. They taste great. <laughs> hey, so uh, so PETA, <laughs> this is really good. So like there was a an, an accident. There was a pickup truck trans you gotta read this story this is it's good <laughs> so it said here crates holding live monkeys monkeys are collected next to the trailer they were being transported in along route 54 at the intersection with interstate 80 near danville pa friday january 21st after a pickup pulling the trailer carrying the monkeys was hit by a dump truck <laughs> they were transporting 100 monkeys and several were on the loose at the time of the photo. And there was a, a, a photo in this news release. A leading animal rights group said it takes issue with the way state police use state police euthanized three lab monkeys that escaped following a January 21st accident near Danville. We don't know who gave the order to shoot the monkeys, but it was cruel and likely painful for animals who were already terrified and possibly injured. And that was from Lisa Jones of PETA. There was nothing humane about the shooting. 
about shooting a cold, terrified, and likely injured monkey out of a tree. Uh, and so they're t- talking about, so they had this accident and these monkeys got out and they were transporting them to a medical research facility <laughs> and they were brand new monkeys going into this facility for scientific research. And, um, they had this accident and they got out and what, but what freaked everybody out was like, okay, are they contaminated? Are they? Well, and- here's the, de- here, here's the thought I had after looking at that story. My initial thought was anything that escapes from a laboratory these days, <laughs> kill it. <laughs> kill Immediately. It you don't know what kind kill of it. virus it has. It's been it mutated. doesn't matter. You stupid PETA members. You kill that thing before it causes a global pandemic or whatever. Wish they would have done that with the COVID bats, right? Man, mm. just blast them. If they got out from the from the Wuhan lab, you just start. You just they should have shotguns at the doors of the Wuhan lab. Anything that gets out, you just blah 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 so blah blah blah. Near, so I volunteer out here near us. Out here near us. In the country, there is a research facility with monkeys. You and your monkeys, man. What? And there, and it's all fence. They have gorillas and monkeys and all kinds of stuff out here. And it's in the middle of the woods. And but there's a hiking trail that goes right past it. And uh, we went, we hiked past it the other day. And Mrs. Granny said, "Hey, let's go over there." And I said, "You can't just go over there. That's a barbed wire." barrier sensitive no go zone who knows what those contaminated creatures it's probably are like area carrying. 51 where people come out of the woodwork when you go near it right woo, woo, woo. sir step back from yes. the fence and and then and to top it off speaking of creatures that carry contaminated diseases uh your dog somehow your somehow i got caught up in uh, in watching a few minutes of uh the sherlock holmes movie with um will ferrell and it's the probably the stupidest movie i've ever seen it wasn't worth the 15 minutes that my brain was absorbing it um but so the bad guy sends him a box and it's just this black box and they go, Oh, I wonder what's in it. They open it and it's this mosquito who's contaminated with this virus. And if it bites you, you die. And then a disease starts to spread. It was like the black plague or something. And I thought, yeah, yeah, that you could do that. Was this pre COVID or was this made during COVID? Or oh, it was way pre COVID way pre COVID. Oh man. But they had the whole thing planned it. out the whole time. It's, it's like right your Will, it's Will like your Smith mom, movie. TJ, Will who's Ferrell. uh, you know, the air from China, you know, in those little in the packaging, right? Yeah. So yeah, my <laughs> mom would would not accept Amazon packages that had the word China on them during the the height of the Corona, but <laughs> you know, do you, she's do you remember? Careful. I was going to tell you that we had at our Tuesday night men's <laughs> meeting the Bible study. TJ, you weren't there last week, but the pro, but the subject of Texas snow monkeys came up. 
And no pe- way. Yeah. My favorite. And I know. And people were like, no way. Uh-uh. And I said, yes, there was. They're like, you are so full of it. I got a text from Mitch afterwards, and he showed me how there is a documentary on it on Prime. And you can That's go. Right. Yeah, no, Texas, I have no idea what you're even talking about. Texas snow monkeys ended up in South Texas. They're like snow monkeys, white faced monkeys. Somebody oh, yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. them. Somebody wanted them for their ranch. And what they realized was they couldn't keep them in a low fence or a high fence. <laughs> <laughs> well, so they spread across South Texas. Well, from what I understand, they were rescued, supposedly where the whole thing, where the, their whole tribe or whatever you call them, was being uh, going to be taken out because their indigenous area was going to be uh, dismantled for growth, right, human growth. So this Logging. guy in Texas decided he would take the whole thing, all of them, and uh, restart it. And, uh, he, and it's interesting because they're snow monkeys and they're used to really cold weather, and so the whole idea of, and it turns out that only the strong survived, only the ones that could figure out how to eat cactus, and then they those spread, and now they're feral. And you will get these random snow monkeys that are out there on branches and farms and walking all around. It's called a troop, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. A troop of snow monkeys. So yes. TJ, we're gonna go catch this one for you for your birthday. Catch I think one, that, yeah. You just gotta you gotta pop a cap in a dome in their dome, dude. You gotta <laughs> little lead tablet. I, I don't think you can. I don't think you legally. Yeah, can. you can. Yeah, no, you can. They're an invasive species. No, I don't think you legally can. <laughs> Man, we're talking. I really don't think you legally can. Just FYI, we need to. Yeah, but don't you have a wildlife gaming uh, something certificate? Oh yeah, DJ? that's right. I got that certificate. I you, got. I got my. I bought my license for transporting can, reptiles oh, and other dude, things. I got all kinds of things. But that just. That, well, anyway, I, so you could go check it out. It I is think a real, really that just. I think all my little license means is that I can pick up a turtle on the side of the road and take him to the other side of the road or something. Well, just remember that Texas snow monkeys are a real thing, and you can go to Prime Video to check it out and and watch the, the documentary movie on it. Hey, our buddies over at Shore Raw Barn Grill. They uh they have a Sunday brunch today. Starts at noon. Restaurant opens eleven. Sunday brunch starts at noon, and they have the jazz brunch. And that goes till this afternoon, six o'clock. You got the shore jam session, and then all week they've got different music. The uh, Mark Marcus Graf Quartet is there for uh, on Monday. You just uh, incredible music, incredible food. Go visit our buddies at the Shore Raw Barn Grill, eight sixty. 8665 West Highway 71, just past the Y and Oak Hill, 8665 Highway 71, or just go to shoreatx.com for all the details. Shoreatx.com for all the details. Shore Raw Barn Grill. Armed Citizens Report coming up next. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse. Get a fast start without the fast talk at Nile Maxwell GMC. You need to be aware of sticker scam and other dealerships. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price, then put some aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of their vehicles. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Another term you'll see is market adjustment pricing, but you don't have to worry about that at Nile Maxwell GMC and Round Rock. Go see our friends. Truckloads of 2022s are showing up every day, and you can shop our entire lineup of 2022 GMCs. Every make and model at NileMaxwellGMC.com. The best way to see their inventory before they're gone is right here in Round Rock. Go see our friends. Nile Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock or online. NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. And as always, you still have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal, and we'll beat it. We are professional grade. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Almost every major study on the issue has found that Americans use their firearms in self-defense between 500,000 and 3 million times annually, according to a report by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Here are some examples that represent only a small portion of the news stories on defensive gun use that we found in November. You may be explore you may explore more by using the heritage foundation's interactive defensive gun use database so kind of what spurred this uh little collection on was there was a congressman that was ranting and raving on uh on the news media recently where he was saying ah nobody ever uses a firearm for self-defense it's always just an aggressive person shooting somebody and guns are and just went on and on senator from illinois of course uh and of course (laughs) and so here's here's one from chicago an elderly man uh this is november 6th november 6th An elderly man who holds a concealed carry permit was in a parking garage when a vehicle approached and someone with a gun got out and demanded his belongings. The permit holder drew his own gun and fatally shot the robber, police said. Oh, wait. wait. Here's another one in Chicago that happened on November 10th. A man who was sitting on his front steps noticed two people suspiciously crawling under a car and went to confront them, police said. As he walked up, the two pulled out handguns and fired, prompting him to pull his own lawfully possessed gun and fire back, fatally wounding one gunman and causing the other to flee. The lawful gun owner, who had a valid concealed carry permit, was not hurt. 
police said. Well, that's because those guys were holding their firearms sideways. They had their ba-da, ba-da. gat guns shooting. So, and there's and there's a collection of those. We report on them every week on how uh, uh, legal gun owners protect themselves, their families. Uh, story after story after story, 500,000 to 3 million times a year, legal gun owners are protecting themselves more. That doesn't mean blasting somebody. No. No, no. I think if you look it at It might that, be just like, hey, turn around and get out of here. Yeah. This is my house. Get out of my house. Well, right. don't. And, and that guy in uh, that was listed there in Philadelphia where the surveillance video captured that Uber driver with a concealed uh, carry permit, and he had to fight off three people that were demanding money at gunpoint. Um, And he fatally shot the robbers and injured another while while the third one fled. Can you imagine an Uber driver out there? And I think well, and. And we, and we talk about that and and Uber's got all these policies and, but you know, they're one of the, they're one of the, um, one of the ones that these robbers and stuff in, in these cities, they, they, they look for these Uber drivers thinking they got a bunch of money with them or something, Mm -hmm. which is just stupid. But real, what they do a lot of times is carjack them. And, uh, it's terrible that Uber would tell their drivers, you can't personal carry but i guess they just don't want the you know obviously they don't want the liability to somehow come back to them which it always does you know but if a bad guy's doing bad stuff and he gets a you know a little lead token inserted into his cranium too bad you know oops i guess i shouldn't have pulled a gun or shouldn't have been beating that old man with a two by four i didn't know he had a gun and and, hey, and and you know their official Uber inserted a lead in his cranium. That's, oh my gosh! Insert lead here, so that Uber they their policy says that riders and guests, as well as drivers and delivery partners, they prohibit them from carrying a firearm of any kind while using the app. So why would you even consider driving and picking up potentially? Who knows who? Well, all it means is that you set your firearm down while you pick up your phone to use the app, right? Well, it's just you can't have your firearm in your hand while you're using the app. It's a safety concern. <laughs> you're driving along. That's what it says. Talking to your guy, no, the I, Uber person to their in the room. back seat. You got your pistol in your hand. You're like, hey, so, uh, hey, did you see that baseball game the other day? Yeah, oh, you just have to your set your firearm down. Pound. Put it on the dash. I like that. I'd Put it like, on the dash. I'd like to, hey, dude. What is your uh what is your Uber name cuz I'm going to hire you every time I go somewhere. I want to <laughs> I want to hire you to come pick me up. Do you want an armed Uber or an unarmed Uber? It's that, funny. I, I was, like that. Now yeah. that. Instead that, of having hey, a luxury yeah, that's idea. That's a great idea. You know cuz my You got to uh, start an Uber service. Armed armed, armed Uber. Uber service. We'll call Goober. Yeah. Go- no, no. Yeah, Uber because it'd be G for <laughs> yeah. gun. You're driving, maybe. G for gun, Gruber. Yeah, Goober. I like Goober, it. The safest ride you can ever take. Isn't that that guy that the, the goofy name. guy on that old military show? Hold on. One oh, second. that's Gomer. Gomer Pyle. Yeah. Okay. We now Golly, own. Hi, I'm we, an Uber driver. We now own Goober. <laughs> Goober. Goober drive. 
Armed uh, yeah. armed drivers. I like that. So my my brother in law he does lift out in California to make ends meet, and uh, because and he bought a a Mercedes so that he could have oh. a luxury ride, and they charge more on the app if you are in a luxury vehicle. People will choose, like coming from Burbank, oh, I need to have a Mercedes rather than... I think that's the funniest part of this whole thing. Like, can't make ends meet with your regular job, so let me get another job. But in order to get the other job, I need to finance a $120,000 car. Right, and he's a manager, director at a... uh, at, at a um a power plant out there, nuclear that's power when plant. When you know you're living in the wrong state. Yep. When you can't be, afford yeah. to make a living at a power plant. Hello, <laughs> the one place where your jobs, your job is on the way out. The last, <laughs> you're probably the most hated person in your community. Oh, he works at the power plant. Can you believe that? Disgusting. Nuclear and then he drives an Uber. Disgusting. He just burns up all that fossil fuel, driving around, giving people rides. I know. Disgusting. Well, Man. let me tell you, there's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you top-quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Go see our friends, farmranchstore.com. The esteemed stamp of approval guarantees that our products have met superior standards of safety and reliability. Farmranchstore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. We'll wrap this whole thing up on the flip side. You get it only one place right here live every Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m. and 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. turned 80 he was sitting out back in a rocker he said what you been up to lately i told him chasing a dollar and in between sips of coffee he poured this wisdom out said if you want my two cents on making a dollar count by dirt all right, Dirt Talk's brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann at BuyBassDropProperty.com. Their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. And if you need to sell that place in the big city, they can help you with that too. Jill loves getting to know their clients and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place. Ann's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client. Buy BassDropProperty.com and you better together. And I'll tell you uh, real quick, last night, it's like I'm looking at stuff for the show and I shoot Jill and Ann an email about this property that I just happened across because I'm always looking at different properties. And like I get an email like seven minutes later. And I'm thinking, what are you doing awake sending me the information? I'd literally on the title of the email said, just whenever y'all have an extra, uh, uh, an extra minute, just uh, give me the details on this property. Wow. And it was like seven minutes later, they send me the details on it. So 
Well, Jill and Ann at buybastropproperty.com. It is it the area around Central Texas, the air, all everywhere around this country, dirt is hard to find, and you got to have the right person to help you, uh, the right folks to help you find that piece of dirt. And there is no better investment than a piece of dirt. Hey, uh, so yesterday, Mrs. Graney and I, uh, I ordered my blueberry bushes. So as if you've listened to the show at all, you know we we uh, we coined the name of our property, Blueberry Hill, and with the intention of planting blueberries on our property. And yes, they are regionally good. The um, rabbit eye blueberry bush is a blueberry bush for the area. And we started planting them yesterday. And so I'm pretty darn excited about it. I don't know if they'll make it. (laughs) I don't know how good a job that's going to be. I wasn't fully ready. I didn't have everything ready, but the trees came in and uh, now's when you need to be planting them. And so I started planting. They're bushes, right? Well, they're, yeah, they're one gallon and they're just little twigs basically. And, um, but I ordered them, ordered them in and received them and got them in the ground. I got four out of, um, I'm planning four, eight, 12, 16 of them, three different types of, uh, of blueberry bushes. And so anyway, it, it's going to be fun. And I just, part of the joy is the idea of doing it. Part of the joy is doing it. I'll tell you what, too, that auger bit for the back of that tractor beats the heck out of a post hole digger <laughs> hands down. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just glad to be a partner, uh, part owner in that whole setup now that I've bought a different size auger bit that I, so I borrowed your attachment for the tractor, your post hole digger attachment for the tractor to do some digging at my house, Well, you had a big auger bit, but you didn't have one for like doing post, uh, you know, fence post and stuff like that. So I went and bought that. So now I'm equity 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 shareholder in this, uh, this attachment Arm equipment operation. Yeah. yeah. You got your P well, I'm just uh, happy to have it. I didn't have to buy the whole contraption to be part owner in this thing. You know, I dreamed for years, the one implement that I wanted was, uh, an auger bit and man, I'll tell you what you want to, you want to put some fence holes, fence post in. I mean, I, I put in, I drilled 12 holes for the, uh, for the fence or for the, uh, for the plants in like 10 minutes and just drove, I just marked them. And then I just drove down the, down the line and just, it was great. It was awesome. So that, and then I also ordered my gate gear, uh, for my power gate. So one of the, one of the things that has been on the list of to do's and I just hadn't got to it till now, but putting in the, the power gate, so you don't have to get out and open the gate by hand and every time, but, uh, are you going to run power up there and run it off of, no, I'm running it all solar. And so I, uh, I talked to the folks over at the gate company and the, the system that I got and, Um, but one thing that they did 
tell me, and I'm kind of questioning it, but the, the tech at their office was really, uh, really good about talking to me about was the battery, not to use the double battery system that like the two deer feeder batteries, 12 volt batteries, but to use a Marine battery, deep cycle. Low, yeah. A slow, deep, what is it? Slow, deep cycle, low voltage, slow, slow, slow voltage or whatever it is, but to use a Marine battery, it's not low voltage, but it's no. a, it doesn't uh, have a whole lot of cranking drunk. amps. It has the, uh, the capacity to be deliver energy at the whole consistently all the way through to the bottom uh, till the last 5% of the battery. Well, that's what they said to, to, to create, to get that, get a battery box for it. And so that's what I'm using for my system. And I'm super excited about it. It's all wireless. So the keypads are wireless and everything's wireless. It's, it's exciting. Um, Did you have to bury a line uh, where you're going out? So it automatically opens or do you have to key it? In order to wireless, open it. wireless keypad, okay. deep cycle, deep cycle, deep cycle. Yeah. They, yeah, gosh darn, how can, could we not remember that? I know. You know, all the deep new, cycle. all the new cars are going to that too. You got like nineteen of those deep cycle <laughs> batteries. You buy one every six months. Yeah, it seems like it. it or feels four. Like it. Yeah, it feels like it for sure. Well, hey, uh, great show, guys. Everybody, I uh, hope everybody. Uh, shares this podcast with your friends. Just go to your favorite podcast platform and go to theoutdoorzone.com or the outdoor zone. Just type in the outdoor zone and uh, catch us on Spotify. We're over there with Joe Rogan hanging out. <laughs> I like it. So this week, Cody, listen up. Most people aren't truly happy until they've had some reasons to be sad. Well, that's real encouraging. Matthew 5, 6. Happy are people who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. There you go. Because they will be fed until they are full. How about that? That works together. I like it. Live it, love it, learn it. Same place, same time next week. All right, folks, this week we want to encourage you to get the kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees, heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone, uh, we're all headed to church. want to encourage you guys, go find a good church family, a good Bible-based church somewhere in your community. Get your family over there. Start this year off with a relationship with Jesus. And, uh, hey, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, we can help you with that. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We'll give you everything you need to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. If you want to get information on sending a boy to summer camp or get him involved in an outdoor program, we got them all over Central Texas, all over the U.S. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. And if you'd like to donate, get a kid outside, KOZ will take all your donations, vehicles, land, cash. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, KOZ, no kid left inside. Okay, that's it for us. The Outdoor Zone. Thank you, Road Rash. You're the ranch hand that gets it done. CR, I know you're getting ready to go fishing next week. Are you going to be on the show next week? Uh, to be determined. To be determined. All right. Beef may be just you and me, but next week, mm. 
We'll be back here. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Regulators, let's mount up. He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights, and I'd send him some homemade wine. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive Line and a country boy can survive. 